Hi, I'm Rudy Rucker, and I'm reading some stories from my new nonfiction book, The Life Box, The Seashell, and The Soul. And I wrote a little thought experiment, science fictional, to introduce each chapter. This one is called The Million Chakras. Teaching her third yoga class of the day, Amy Hendricks felt lightheaded and rubbery. She walked around correcting people's poses, encouraging them to hold their positions longer than they usually did. Her mind kept wandering to the room she was hoping to rent. New to San Francisco, she'd been sleeping on couches for six weeks, but she still dreamed of becoming a force to be reckoned with in the city scene. It was time for Savasana, the corpse pose, with everyone lying on their backs. Amy turned off her tabla beat CD and guided the closing meditation. Feel a slow wave of softness moving up your legs, she began. Feet, calves, knees, thighs. Long pause. Now focus on your perineum, chakra one. Release any tension hiding there. Melt with the in-breath, bloom with the out, almost like you're going to wet your pants. Amy occasionally added an earthy touch which her mostly white clients readily accepted from their coffee-colored teacher. Gather the energy into a ball of light between your legs, continued Amy, pausing between each sentence, trying not to talk too much. Slowly, slowly, it passes upward, tracking your spine like a trolley. Now the light is in your sex chakra. Let it tingle. Savor it. Let it move on. The warmth flows through your belly and into your solar plexus. Your breath is waves on a beach. She was sitting cross-legged at one end of the darkly lit room. The meditation was getting good to her. Energy in, darkness out. The light comes into your chest. You're in the grass, looking at the leaves in a high summer tree. The sun shines through. Your heart is basking. You love the world. You love the practice. You love yourself. The light moves through your neck like toothpaste out a tube. Chakra 5. The light is balancing your hormones. It's washing away your angry, unsaid words. Pause. And now your tape loops are gone. She gave a tiny tap to her Tibetan symbol. Bong. Your head is an empty dome of light. Feel the space. You're here. No plans. You're now. She got to her feet. Light seeps through your scalp and trickles down your face. Your cheeks are soft, your mouth, your shoulders melt, your arms. I'll call you back. She moved around the room, pressing down on people's shoulders. She had a brief odd feeling of being in multiple bodies, leaning over each separate customer at the same time, and then her wristwatch drew her back. She had 20 minutes to get from here to Telegraph Hill to try to rent that perfect room. She rang the gong, and saw the customers out. The last one was Sueli, a lonely, wrinkled lady who liked to talk. Sueli was the only one in the class as dark-skinned as Amy. Amy enjoyed her. She seemed like a fairy godmother. How many chakras do you say there are? asked Sueli. Clearly she had some theory of her own in mind. She was very well-spoken. Seven, said Amy, putting on her sweats. Why not? She imagined she might look like Sueli when she was old. The Hindus say seven, and the Buddhists say nine, said Sueli, leaning close. But I know the real answer. I learned it years ago in Sri Lanka. This is the last of your classes I'll be able to come to, so I'm going to share the secret with you. Yes? This sounded interesting. 
Amy turned out the lights, locked the door, and stepped outside with Sue Ailey. The autumn sun was a luminous California blue. The bay breeze vibrated the sun-bleached cardboard election signs on the lampposts. San Francisco was in the throes of a wide-open mayoral election. Some of us have millions of chakras, continued Sueli in her quiet tone, one for each branch of time. Opening the chakras opens the doors to your other selves. You can do that, asked Amy. You have the power too, said Sueli. I saw it in class. For an instant there were seven of you. Yes, indeed. And you? You have selves in different worlds? I come and go. There's not so many of me left. I'm here because I was drawn to you. I have a gift. Sueli removed a leather thong from around her neck. Dangling from the strand was a brilliant crystal. The late afternoon sunlight bounced off it, fracturing into jagged rays. The sparkling flashes were like sand in Amy's eyes. Only let the sun hit it when you want to split, said Sueli, quickly putting the rawhide strand over Amy's head and tucking the crystal under her sweatshirt. Good luck. Sueli gave her a hug and a peck on the cheek as the bus pulled up. Amy hopped aboard. When she looked back to wave at Sueli, the old woman was gone. The room was three blocks off Columbus Avenue with a private entrance and a view of both bridges. It was everything Amy had hoped. But the rent was ten times higher than she'd understood. In her eagerness, she'd read one less zero than was on the number in the paper. She felt like such a dope. Covering her embarrassment, she asked the owner if she could have a moment alone. Make yourself at home, said the heavy-set Italian lady. Drink it in. She was under the mistaken impression that Amy was wealthy. I like your looks, miss. If you're ready to sign, I got the papers downstairs in the kitchen. I know the market's slow, but I'm not dropping the price. First, last, and one month's damage deposit. You said on the phone the rent's no problem? That's what I said, murmured Amy. Alone in the airy room, she wandered over to the long window, fiddling with the amulet around her neck. The low, hot sun reached out to the crystal. Shattered rays flew about the room, settling here and here and here. Nine brown-skinned women smiled at each other. Amy was all of them at the same time. Her overlapping minds saw through each pair of eyes. We'll get separate jobs and share the rent said one of her mouths. And when we come back to the room, we'll merge together, said another. We'll work in parallel worlds, but we'll deposit our checks and pay the rent in just this one. Great, said Amy, not quite sure this was real. As she tucked away the crystal, her nine bodies folded into one. Walking down the stairs to sign the papers, her mind was racing. Just now she'd split into nine, but Sueli had said that with the crystal she could split into a million. At the window, she glimpsed another election poster, and the big thought hit her. With a million votes, she could be the next mayor of San Francisco.